What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of How Far Podcast. It is your girl, Whitney. And do not forget, we are on Twitter at How Far Podcast. That's how you know when the next episode will be and what the topic is on. So that that way you can go ahead and, you know, join in the conversation. Also, we are on Spotify, Google Podcasts, on Anchor. What's up? (laughs) That is how I record all of my podcasts. So while you're listening, please go ahead and like. Do all that fun engagement stuff so that other people can you know find a podcast and listen guys we have made it halfway through the year like who would have thought that we would be here right now like we will be in june and this the thing june just can't be june june is pride month so we're still going to turn up and celebrate and all that good stuff in our household but we're still going to turn up and so for this month every single sunday i will be having an lgbtq individual just telling us about themselves and who they are and their story so you know i want you to grab your juice box your water your wine your hard liquor whatever you usually just use to relax yourself i want you to go ahead and just grab that and listen and enjoy and you know how the episodes go i tell you how far my week but this month isn't about me at all so for right now just say "Mm, it was okay but i'll download you the gist later but for right now just enjoy Okay, I can't really hear you. I don't know if you're like holding the. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, there you go. Okay, can you hear me now? Yeah, I can. Yeah, great. Okay. Okay. All right. So, how far your week? It's honestly been terrible. (laughs) Um, So, I'm currently working full time. I work as a leasing consultant. Um, I've been there for about a year at this office, and it's it's really very. At first, it was okay. Now it's more of like a lot is just being put on me and it's definitely you know not you know I don't think any wage that exists now is like I guess like worth a job in a sense I definitely think either you know things should be free or people should be getting paid more but it's just definitely especially for the pay it's not worth you know all the stress so um currently I'm in the um process of finding a new job and I found a really great potential one that um, I'll just be waiting to hear back from next week I put in an application for it um, and in general I just I've been struggling with like trying to have you know find time for my creative work while also working a nine-to-five and it's just it's way too much like it's way too much so Mm. it's been it's been kind of kind of hard but honestly i'm kind of you know glad it's over today it's gonna be like my reset day to kind of just you know clear everything out from last week and bring everything in for the next week that sounds exciting how you find it work like with the whole thing happening honestly so like i've been looking for like little part-time shit like there's a lot oh i'm sorry can i curse yeah you can okay <laughs> i was like oh, some people don't. Well, i don't know um so i've been looking for just like little part-time because my goal was to like find something that paid me maybe a dollar or two more but i can like just work it part-time so mm-hmm. essentially i'll be getting around the same amount of money but I would get, be getting way more free time. So I'm in like, I think it's only because of the area I'm in. I'm in the Raleigh-Durham area, and that's in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And it's just so much shit. Like, one, they're building so much shit. And it's like a lot of gentrification, of course. But there are like a lot of like little part-time jobs you can find. Most of it is like fast food um, or like restaurant or something like that, something retail. But the... Um, 
the job I found is at this cafe in downtown Raleigh and it's only six hour shifts, which is like ideal for me. Um, I honestly hate working. Like I just do not like it. Like I'm very anti-work. Like I'm like, I hate it. I stay with a job. I hate it. Um, so I really have been looking for like stuff like that. And there is around here, there has been a lot of like little retail customer service type jobs. Um, that have been hiring okay well i hope that you get the job and you hear good news next week thank you out. no problem okay thank you so what is your name so you can either like say your name or your alias whichever you would prefer you don't have to like say your real name or anything like that so okay so Wait, i don't usually by. share my um government name with people i usually just go by afro or afro for short um so most people just say afro which is perfectly fine okay and what are your pronouns they them and what do you identify as um i identify as a trans non-binary okay so you've already kind of said like what area that you are like the raleigh durham area so north carolina because that was the next question um so when did you realize your identity and how did you perceive it was it positive was it negative how do you take it? Um, I would say it was something I, um, I think like, I think I really started to question like gender and my identity when I was probably in middle school. And it was one of those things I kind of would like think about. Um, but I never really like fully analyzed. It was kind of just like a thought would pop in my head. And now it kind of like, in a sense, not even like knowingly suppress it. So I didn't start identifying as non-binary until I was 21. Um, and it was a very like, it took me a couple months. I was like really thinking about it for months and months because it really was like, you know, I was realizing, I was like, you know, I really don't necessarily um, feel like a gender, whether that be man or a woman, but I just, I feel like I just kind of went with what I was assigned with because of one convenience and two, I was just social socialization. It was like, Oh, you have this, you look like this, you're a woman. But if it really, when it really came down for me to sit down and be like, you know, do I feel like a woman? Do I even feel like a gender? I kept getting the answer of no. So it was kind of like, it was kind of, I would say it was, not necessarily scary, but it was just a, like a lot of heavy thoughts. And it was just a totally new, like, I definitely feel confident. I feel much, I feel more free. I feel like myself definitely now, but in the beginning, it was just a lot to think about. Um, and even when I was sharing with people in my life, there were definitely like some negative reactions, um, mostly positive, which was good, but yeah thank god for growth and like the era that we're in now that people are a bit more accepting and they want to learn and it's not just like and it's not learning the way it's like they want you to teach them but they go out there and source that information because it can be exhausting to like go out there in the world and try to be yourself and still have to come home and educate people that are in your life so i guess it's kind of it's kind of better that of where we are now in the world that people try to source that information for themselves before it's like well what about this and can you tell me more it's like at least you're coming with something to the table and not just right. me offering you everything so you are african-american correct yes okay and so as an african-american 
what did your identity mean to you? Like, were the people in your life accepting of it? Um, how did your culture impact how you identify now? Um, well, I feel like um, just being black and our, I think, I think being black and being, you know, having to deal with gender, it puts us in such a weird and interesting position because these ideas of gender were forced on us Mm -hmm. uh, and didn't really, for a very long time, did not exist. Now we fast forward however many hundred years later and it's like you have black people, you know, telling you know telling people you can't be trans or there's only two genders or you have to you know subscribe to a gender it's just like really mind-boggling but um with my experience among the black people i know just because i surround myself with you know genuine people um the people close close to me they were like cool you know whatever whatever you want to be called they're asking me do you prefer not to be called this like it was you know um as far as like my family I haven't really I mean with my one of my siblings I really I mean they're completely accepting I've told them but as far as like the other the rest of my family it's just like in a sense I don't even want to have to go through the hassle of explaining that and I feel like a lot of times being black and being trans or being black um, and being, you know, non-straight or non-cis, whatever, a lot of times it feels like a burden to have to, like, explain your identity. It's like, I feel like Mm -hmm. we should have to explain our identity Mm -hmm. to other black people, especially, you know, it should just be like, you know, this is what you are, this is what you prefer, this is what, you know, you want to be called, this is what you should be called, boom, and that should be it. But as far as like my lot, like the larger, most of my family, I have not really set out and even said anything. It's just like, I don't even want to, it's just too much. I don't want to do that. Um, and I think the other side is that it's like, I don't even really talk to like a large, large part of my family most of the time um, for other reasons. So it's like, you know, but um, I do feel like when you um, have, you know, previously I would say I can only speak from my experience but I feel like having previously identified as a cis woman you know now I identify now I'm non-binary a lot of people are still kind of seeing you as like woman light like mm-hmm. they're like oh you know I still they still want to say girl they still want to say she they still want to and it's like you know that is you're literally like so indoctrinated to believe that like if you look like this, you have to be a she or a woman, et cetera. Right. It's just like an automatic, you know. So that gets frustrating when people like, with, if it's like someone's constantly misgendering me, I will just stop talking to you because I just don't have the patience. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like you also just don't deserve, you don't deserve my energy. If you don't have basic respect, you know, for me and myself, you really don't even deserve to be around me or interact with me. Um and even before, you know, I started identifying as non-binary, I was like, I would always try to actively just try to like stop assuming people's gender or pronouns. Like, you know, just not, not like seeing someone and just instantly trying to gender them. That is right. a really like, people don't even think about it. It's so, I mean, it's just normalized. So it's been like with the people who are close to me, it's been fine. It's more of people who just happen to know me from social media or, you know, happens to be mutuals of mine who are kind of still just like, oh, girl. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, 
so you said that you have been identifying as um, gender non-binary since you were 21 so mm -hmm. how was your journey looking like now coming from um, that 21 year old so it's been it's only been um almost a year so it's been pretty pretty interesting i feel like every day it's like a new thing like i would say um when I did identify as this in a woman, it like it really was. I like I do tell people like the best word I can say is a performance. It felt like every day I was getting up and doing these things I didn't even want to do, but I felt like well I have to because this is what I've been socialized to identify as, and it really was like as I began to identify as non-binary, it does it feels freeing. It's like I don't feel this pressure to look a certain way dress a certain way perform a certain way whatever it just has been very the best word I can really use for you know the experience now is just freeing liberating um just peaceful I don't have to, I don't you know there's I don't need to explain myself I really don't explain myself um most of the time but uh I would say it's it's been a very positive um a positive change and i feel like with i feel like i really truly am being myself okay yeah that sounds really nice and that is great I, I think that um as we get older it's great for people to start thinking for themselves and coming into who they are and just forgetting that society is ever changing like whatever people are deeming like it's acceptable now won't be tomorrow but if you know who you are then you will always have a solid foundation in yourself like you wouldn't need other people's acceptance you wouldn't need you wouldn't need to follow whatever anyone's telling you because you know who you are that's really important right. and so if you could give advice to anyone what would you tell them um my advice would honestly just you know sometimes I wouldn't say, I would say sometimes you don't necessarily have to remove some people from your life if, you know, they are, for some reason, still misgendering you. And of course, that's your choice. I definitely have removed some people. But also just establishing boundaries and doing what makes you comfortable. Like, if there's someone who you feel like is still not fully respecting you or fully, you know, still sometimes misgendering you, etc. If you wanted to, like, hold that person that at least, you know, five feet distance you know do it i just i think my advice would be just do what is most comfortable for you and what is best for you and don't ascribe to like what you know people are telling you or people have told you you have to identify as or have to look like um because of your identity um i think one thing i see a lot is it's a lot of like oh, well, you identify as this, so you might, you have to look like this. And I think for me, um, I just hope people don't fall into that. And it's just like you really, I mean, how you present, how you identify, how you express yourself is really your choice. And it doesn't, it doesn't have to make sense to anyone else. That's great advice. How are you celebrating Pride? Because, I mean, there's not a parade this year. People aren't really <laughs> doing nothing. It's like, oh, my God. So what are you doing for yourself or with your queer friends? Um, I honestly haven't thought about it. Um, most of my friends right now are kind of spread out. So that's been really tough. We're all kind of in different cities across the state. So it's like, 
oh man it's like we're not super like hours away but it's like you know everyone is working people got different lives yeah people are at different stages some people are unemployed some are unemployed and it's like originally we wanted to do a little maybe a little mini trip but if you know if that doesn't happen i'm sure we'll be reunited soon but honestly this month i really have been trying to just focus on myself my hobbies do what makes me comfortable um try to advance in some things I've been really working on and wanted to get done. So it's been mainly just, um, I would say, getting things. This month I wanted to get some things done, start on some things. And if I do get to see my friends, that would definitely be a goal. Okay. Well, um, I'm wish- I am wishing you a happy Pride Month. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast and taking time out of your day. Um, I hope you have a good rest of your day and a good week. And that job will come through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ready? Yes. Okay. All right. Let's start with how far your week Okay, so when do I start? Just go ahead and start now. Okay, um, well, my week was good. It was great. It was tiring, really tiring, but it was really good also. Okay, so what did you do this week? Or the past week, I guess? Because we're just um, Saturday. Yeah, I know. I worked on my thesis. I went out and bought a plant also. I was at the store for three years and I was looking for a plant for my background. Um. Like, because I plan on starting a YouTube channel and I'm like, oh yeah, that's a good plant. And then I just picked the plant. I don't even know the name of the plant. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know what the name of the plant. And then I bought a diffuser too and I have been loving it. So what is your name? My name is Gabrielle or Gabby. All right, and what are your pronouns? Um, I don't have any pronouns, but if I were to use pronouns, it would be her. Okay. And uh, what do you identify as? Bisexual. Okay. And what part of the world are you located in? I'm in Ireland, Limerick, Ireland. How long have you been there? Nine months. Okay. And do you like it so far? Yeah, it is. It's very nice. Um Besides the weather, because the weather just changes. It was really windy like one hour ago, and now it's raining. Mm-hmm. The, weather, the weather is fucked up, and it could it could start like the sun could shine in another hour. That's how terrible it is here. Oh wow! But it's nice, so that they don't hear me. It's it's really nice, also. <laughs> okay. All right. Um. So. When did you realize your identity and how did you perceive it? Was it positive? Was it negative? How did you take it? Um, I would say the first time I realized was when I was in secondary school. Um, I attended Command Secondary School in Paja, Lagos. And it was a mixed school. Um, I had this friend in secondary school. I'm not going to mention her name, but we used to stay back when everyone would go for prep and just stay under the blankets and cuddle. It was really, it was really interesting and it was really fun. So we'd just stay under the blankets. I mean, we, we kissed, I think, twice. I, I really can't remember, but it was really nice to stay with another female and just stay under the blankets and cuddle. So I think that was, like, the first time I actually realized that, okay, I might, I might like girls or I might be into girls. Okay. 
and um so when you realized that like were you just like okay this is this is this is who i am or was it just like this is not me it maybe was a phase or like what did you think after that interaction happened and then moving forward with like becoming an adult and getting out of that environment i mean definitely i i I thought it was a phase that was going to pass because i was really young and i didn't know what was happening I, i i i was really young again and it was like okay is this right is this wrong i couldn't figure it out and i know i had an ex back then who used to tell me that um, you like girls because we would be driving out or walking down the road and I would be looking at girls and he would just say to me do you like girls or you like girls I'm like no I, I don't but a part of me knew that I, okay well I might like girls but I didn't know how to admit it I didn't know how other people were going to accept that so I kept denying it definitely I, I denied it for the longest time <laughs> until like 2018 was when I stopped denying it. Like when I stopped, I told myself and I'm like, you can't keep denying it. This is who you are. This is who you want to be. So you, there's no need for you to keep denying it. Right. So that's, that's how much I remember. Okay. So you're in Nigeria and now that you're in a new environment, how was living in Nigeria? Like knowing that this is who you were, um, and then being around certain people who were not exactly accepting, were you just like trying to survive and like live in the country or was it like, um, or were you surrounding yourself with people who were like-minded? Well, I would say it was really difficult for me in Nigeria. It was extremely difficult because the Nigerian culture for starters does not allow you to express yourself openly because if you do, that's 14 years imprisonment and nobody wants to go to prison for 14 years for, for doing something that they love or, or loving someone, right? right? So the Nigerian culture does not accept it. And it was really difficult for me to be who I wanted to be in Nigeria. But I had friends who I opened up to and they really accepted me for who I was and or who I am, rather. And then they supported me. They had my back. And, well, the LGBTQ community in Nigeria, one day I was scrolling through Instagram. I don't know which post it was. And I just clicked on the post and I was like, oh, this is an LGBT platform for Nigerians. Like, cool. So I followed their, their page. And honestly, their page has been very helpful. And I was like, okay, if other people can do this, I can. Like, I can, I can be my own self. Mm-hmm. I can find myself. But... In Ireland here, it's really it's really different because you can be who you want to be. Like nobody is judging you. There's no law here that says that you cannot be an LGBT person, right? You don't go to prison here, which is which is way different than Nigeria. But the Nigerians here are not. Would I say supportive? I I and I, I'd like to blame that on culture also, because the kind of culture we have does not accept it. So people grow up thinking that oh. If you like another girl or if you like another guy, you're a demon or you're doing something demonic or you have this evil spirit that is inside you. Mm-hmm. So people, some Nigerians here still think that way, right? But then some of them don't. Some of them just accept you. I don't know if it's like if they're genuine about the acceptance but or because they want to be friends with you and learn about what, what, what you are or who you are, right? But it's, it's different here. 
completely different. And what is your journey looking like now? So coming from that young person in secondary school and now like you're an adult and you're living in in, in a different place, like what is your journey looking like now? And how do you think it will look like moving forward if you could, you know, see into the future? Well, I would say that I am still accepting myself for who I am. And with the support of my friends, it's been really good and it's they've been really helpful. Um, it's not like I, I don't have the support of my family because I haven't come out to my family and I don't know if my family is going to accept me for who I am. Well, maybe my sister might or one of my sisters might because we're really close. But I don't know if every other member of my family is going to accept me for who I am. I've had a conversation with my brother surrounding it and his reply was not really, wasn't nice. So I don't know if my family is going to accept me. That's one. But I am still finding myself. I am still trying to know who I am, know what I like, and the kind of people that I like. Because um, I've only dated guys, but I like girls also. And I mean, I've done other stuff with girls, but I haven't dated a girl. I mean, that's one experience I want to have. I want to date a girl and know what it feels like to date someone else, right, that is not a guy. Right. So... I would just say that I'm still finding myself, even if it take, it will take me forever, but I am I'm going to do it and it's something that I am willing to do, irrespective of whatever the situation is. Okay. And um if you could give advice to your younger self or people who might be struggling, what would you say? Well, I would say be yourself, love yourself, don't lie to yourself. Those are the three things I wish I knew. So be yourself, don't lie to yourself and love yourself and accept yourself for who you are because really that's who you are. And you are going to you're going to feel like nobody supports you. But just know that there are people out there. They may not be your family, they may not be your friends, but there are people out there who support you. There are people out there who have your back. There are people out there who would do anything that they can to make sure that you're 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 living your life peacefully and then you're enjoying yourself and doing what you want to do and loving who you want to love so at the end of the day just love yourself and do what makes you happy at the end of the day yeah that's that's really great advice like that's the one thing that people have to learn and then, and self-love is really hard <laughs> even though that it, it, yes, it sounds definitely. like it should come easy but it's always hard to have wake up every day and remind yourself like i am important i love myself i am like i am i am a value i have value whether people around me recognize it or not like you honestly truly have to keep reminding yourself every day that you have value and other people should not be able to depict what that looks like yes yeah, that's, that's true because you you have to love yourself before you can even love someone else and if you don't love yourself for who you are how do you love someone else right and how does that even like how does that tell people to love you because then people will treat you however because they know that you treat yourself however yes they will definitely take advantage of that so how are you celebrating pride well i think for now i have just been posting on my whatsapp on twitter and on instagram all the pictures that i had from the pride from last year because that was like a big come out for me last year because I did um, a Pride-inspired makeup last year and my friends really supported me. And I had a friend of mine who told me that 
um, he liked the fact that this meant that I was coming out, whether directly or indirectly. So I'm just reminiscing and taking those pictures from last year and posting some of them and just telling people to just accept who they are. Plus, I bought a pride flag from Amazon. Yes. Like my whole. I'm really excited about that one. To like put it up. Yeah. Like my whole screen on my computer literally says, nah, get the rain. Like. I have yes, that all over my entire computer. <laughs> I have a flag on my on my on my laptop screen, and someone asked me, and person's like, "What kind of flag is this? Why do you have this flag?" I'm like, "Just leave the flag alone. <laughs> mind your business. Mind your business and leave the flag alone." So I hope that my flag comes soon, so that I can hang it to my room, and everybody will know. Right, like once they walk in, they already know like, yeah. what kind of household <laughs> they this know is. What's going on. I don't have to explain it to you. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day. This is the second time too for yeah. recording and re-recording <laughs> the episode. Um, I truly appreciate it, and um, happy Pride Month! Thank you so much, and I am proud of everyone that is out there, whether they have come out or they're still in the closet. Just know that it might take time, but a lot of people love you and. I love you. I don't know you, but I love you. <laughs> Shout out to my guest. Oh my God, you guys are greatly appreciated. And for those of you who are listening, you're greatly appreciated as well. Don't forget to follow the podcast on Twitter at How Far Podcast. That way you know when there's a new episode, you can listen to a new snippet. You can join in the conversation um, off the phone. And you can, you know, go ahead and join in and share your opinions. And you can send a DM. You can share it. And while you're listening, don't forget to like the podcast. Come on, whether that's on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, or um, Outcast, wherever you are listening on, just do not forget to like the podcast and favorite it and share with other people. That way they're also able to listen and join in the conversation. Have a good Sunday, you guys.